What's up, you guys? It's Monday. It's a beautiful day, and we are doing another episode of Big Ugly versus the People. Oh, I told y'all, motherfuckers, I had a soundboard. <laughs> I never need to add like question how do it like who what when why. Oh, we're gonna have a fun episode today. A fun episode today, cause a nigga gotta. Sidebar. <laughs> okay, 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 you guys. Let me, let me, let me behave myself. Let me cut that down some. Let me cut that down some. Cut that down some. Cut that down some. But no, you guys. Happy Monday. I hope everyone is having a beautiful start to a week. I hope everyone had a very safe and beautiful, fun and relaxed or whatever weekend. Okay. Now, this episode today is going to be very interesting because I am asking, would you consider being in a thruffle, a three-way relationship? Because you know what? The way the world is going around now, everyone is out here freaking and linking, okay? How you like it, daddy? Hey, hi. <laughs> but everyone's out here wilding. And I really want to know, would you consider being in one? And I will also talk about what I consider doing it, you know. But one thing that I do want to start off by saying is, over the week, I watched a lot of Bloomhouse productions because they make scary movies, and I feel like they are the closest we get to scary movies, and I want to give them a shout out, okay? Um, I did not start paying attention to Bloomhouse until the Boko experiment. Oh my gosh, that movie was so fucking good oh look i got a beep sound just in case i cuss too much so fucking good where is that where the beep at censor oh, oh so fucking good that motherfucker so <laughs> oh but yes that movie was so good and i really paid attention to them more now one thing that drew me into them is they have a contract i believe with hulu where they make scary movies based off the holidays oh i tell every friend every family member about this okay because i love scary movies i really do and growing up it's something that's been a part of me just like halloween has too um, due to that, my grandma, uh, used to watch horror like it was no tomorrow when I was growing up. Friday the 13, Halloween, you name it, and my little ass was right there on the couch watching it with her. Come on, granny. And I grew up to love horror a lot. So, I feel like Boomhouse is really close to what we get to horror. But they do do suspense, thriller, and sci-fi. But they do have a contract with Hulu where they do original scary movies based off the holiday. You name the holiday. Christmas, April Fool's, 4th of July, Thanksgiving, Valentine's Day. You name it. Father's Day, Mother's Day. They have a scary movie based off that holiday. And my thing is the way they write and the writers behind this and the way they produce these movies and these plot twists are so amazing. I just found out that they have a contract with Amazon Prime where they do also horror and suspense. And oh my gosh, The Black Box, I think everyone needs to watch that. It's really good. Miss Claire Huxtable. Okay, it's in it. Um, I can never say her first name right, but Miss Rashad, she is in it. And she plays her role, you know, definitely seen her play a villain 
in these last couple of movies she's been in, like the Tyler Perry one and then the Empire. So it really fits her very well because she does it very gracefully. And I love it. Um, and then the lie was good. And then I seen, I just learned how to pronounce this word last night, you guys. So don't laugh. Nocturnal. I think I said it right. I just found out what the meaning of it was. But it was so fucking great. And let me tell you, Bloomhouse brings the... And I want to give a shout out to them. Now, definitely, like I said, um, they caught my attention with the Boko experiment. I did not know they have been producing some of the greatest scary movies that we've been watching. They did Get Out. Um, they helped Jordan Peele do Get Out. Um, they are behind The Purges. They did Paranormal Activity. They are behind Asidious, which I love. Um, oh my gosh, you know, they did Fantasy Island, they're behind The Invisible Man, um, they did The Black, Black Klansman also, which was a great movie, um, oh, they did so many scary movies, I, it, the list goes on, The Gift, now let me tell you something about The Gift, me and my mom went to go see that, okay, and I wanted my money back, Bloom House, Productions, I didn't like that, I didn't like The Gift, I'm gonna be honest, I really didn't care for The Gift, but other than that, they did Green Inferno, um, which is a great movie. Oh, they did Split. Now, I really enjoy Split. And then, you know, they did the sequel to Split. What else did they do? Let me show you guys. They did the remake of Halloween again. That came out in like 2018. They did Happy Death Day. I really enjoy Happy Death Day. That is a really, really good movie, too. But I think it's just awesome that Bloomhouse is really out here giving the horror, giving the suspense, giving me thriller. Always got a great plot twist. I'm glad the writers, everybody behind it, the actresses, the actors they choose, it's just really great. Their production skills is great. I feel like they're up there with Ryan Murphy because I appreciate Ryan Murphy when he gives me my thriller, suspense, and horror also. And outside of that, he gives me, you know, comedy drama, too. So, shout out to uh, Bloomhouse Productions. Now, one thing with that talking about horror, I definitely want to say it's Halloween this year. And it doesn't feel like it. You know, I, you know, the kids might not be out trick-or-treating. Costumes might not be getting brought. You know, nobody might be saying, smell my feet. Give me something motherfucking good to eat. Ooh, censor. Give me motherfucking. <laughs> I need to be on time with the sister. I'm having too much fun with that. But yes, yeah, give me something good to eat. I enjoy Halloween. Um, uh, this year will be the first year I dressed up. I don't give a damn about a quarantine lockdown. I will have a ball inside the house. But I am dressing up this year. I have like three costumes in mind. I might only wear two. <laughs> Maybe just one. But I'm excited. I'm. I'm. I want to know how it's going to go. With the kids trick-or-treating this year, you know? I definitely think it sucks that the kids don't get to go trick-or-treating this year. Um, I wish they find some way around it. I mean, me growing up, my mom always made me and my little brother our own container no matter if we was going out trick-or-treating or not we always had our own container at the house that she brought with a bunch of candy in it okay 
And that was always her tradition until we got older. She always brought candy, you feel me, at the house just in case we had to go out trick-or-treating. And I enjoyed that because it was safe in the house. I got to watch scary movies, eat pizza, eat all the candy I want that, and it's the candy I want. You get me? Because, you know, walking house to house, they could be giving you shit that you don't want. And I don't got time for that. But I think the essence of trick-or-treating and dressing up in a costume for kids was just... A fun thing, you get to be whoever you want to be, you know, and dream to be. So, you know, I hope parents find a way to still give their kids that do want to celebrate Halloween a great Halloween. Even if it's in the house and they have to go out and buy candy themselves and set it up in a neighborhood or something where they can do it safe. I definitely don't think people should be walking around going house to house trick-or-treating, no matter if they got masks on or not. I mean, your costume going to have masks anyways. But... I don't think it's just safe to do that. I think, you know, it should be a limited section to where we can still, you know, let the kids have a great time. So, yeah, that's my intake. But today's episode would definitely be about three-way relationships. Would you be in one? <sighs> would you? <laughs> Oh, that was long. <laughs> That's a long sound effect. I'll be back, you guys. Yay! Alrighty, guys, I am back. <sighs> today has been a really beautiful day for me. I hope today's been as beautiful for all you guys. Um, I want to jump into some daily news. <laughs> And when I say daily news is how I want to go ahead and do it. It's like I said, I live in Vegas. Um, I'm from California. So I definitely want to talk about things that go on in California here in Vegas also. And also like world news and then just different entertainment news. So today one of my topics is that it was a shooting at Planet Hollywood, y'all. Okay, it went down at Planet Hollywood. Now, my thing is, this is like the third shooting I heard about that has happened outside on the strip. Um, I was told that it was one at the MGM. Um, and then one again somewhere else. But I'm like, why is they always out here shooting this shit out here in Vegas? Like, whatever. And I'm like, it's all them little ghetto people from California. I'm blaming you Californians, okay? Coming out here acting a fool. Because, child, I... <laughs> Y'all don't be sure you need to be suited on the strip. So, yes, it happened near Planet Hollywood. So, here what is said. I got the report right here. Okay. So, officers got a report of an altercation near the east, northeast corner of Las Vegas Boulevard in Harmon. Around 12.55 a.m., said Lieutenant David Gordon with Los Angeles Police, blah, blah, blah. Several men were on top of the escalator on the northeast corner of the intersection near Planet Hollywood. One person reportedly fired a shot possibly into the air, Gordon said. Everyone involved ran in separate directions after the shot was fired. Two, Two men were intentionally said to be detained. A third man who left the scene came back and was taken into custody, according to Gordon. There have been no reports of anyone being struck by gunfire. Well, good thing no one was struck by a motherfucking gunfire, okay? Where's my sensor boy? Good thing nobody was motherfucking... Okay, 
Because why is you whores out here shooting on, 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 the, on the strip? Ain't y'all supposed to be out here in Vegas having a good time? Bad on the strip. You know, you were supposed to be out here getting money, getting your sucked. <laughs> you know, getting your. <sighs> getting your dick sucked, having a good time in Vegas. You're not supposed to be on a strip shooting. What the hell is wrong with you people? And what I think is funny is because most of y'all out here with that EDD money. Now, did y'all hear about that <laughs> rapper that is sitting behind bars because he decided to rap about him scamming the EDD? Lord Jesus, they should never gave you niggas money. That pops up in my head every time y'all do something stupid. Who the fuck sits here and scam unemployment and say, I'm going to go make a song about it? <laughs> that ignorant motherfucker. I mean, ooh, wait, sister. That ignorant right there. <laughs> like, who does? So, it says that he's a Tennessee rapper, y'all. Who boasted in a music video by getting rich for committing unemployment fraud has been arrested in Los Angeles. Child. Los Angeles. I just blame the Californians, Los Angeles niggas, for shooting that on Planet Hollywood because I know it's y'all. Now, this nigga was arrested in Los Angeles. <laughs> he was 31 years old. Child, he 31. He's 31. <laughs> This 31-year-old man committed unemployment fraud and made a rap music video about it. I hope to have better dreams at 31. I really do. <laughs> he was arrested on a Friday. Three family counts of access device fraud, aggravated identity theft, and interstate transportation of stolen properties. Ooh. Barnes, who was known online as Nook, Bezo faces up to 22 years in federal prison. He fed Ooh, he obtained at least 92 debit cards preloaded with more than $1.2 million. God damn. That man had $1.2 million motherfucking dollars in his hand and he decided to make a music video about it. What the hell is going on in the world? You telling me, you, if he never, if he never made a music video about him committing fraud, he would have been sending on $1.2 million, maybe. Maybe for a while, because they might have caught on to that shit later on down the line. But he would have been sending on $1.2 million, but No! He decided with that $1.2 million to go make a music video and talk about it. Like, you know what? Can I find a music video 
Because they not showing me the view. Oh, it's called Rich Off of EDD. Let me go hear it. Y'all, let's go hear Rich Off of EDD. One moment. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to find this. Rich Off EDD. Oh, this motherfucker. $1.2 million. He attained 92 debit cards preloaded, which all equaled up to $1.2 million. So them peoples that he was getting them EDD cards from, I did these stuff was getting paid. Paid some good money. $1.2 million. Look. I'm a, I'm afraid to do any kind of fraud. Okay. I can't do it. Off EDD. Oh, it pops up. Oh, the song better be banging. The song better be banging. The beat better be banging. Oh, he, it better be banging, y'all. Hold on. Oh, no, no, no. This is a commercial. You know YouTube in a commercial. Oh, let me, let me cut it down. I don't want to get sued. I wish y'all can see, 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 see my reaction. Oh, get the soundboard ready. We about to listen to Rich off EDD, y'all. The exclusive right here, Rich off EDD. Oh, oh, no, I didn't want that soundboard. <laughs> okay, you can stop, 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 bro. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh. Okay. 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 Ooh. Oh. Okay. Oh. Oh. Ooh, I liked it. Oh, I had to do that soundboard. Oh. Oh, he's not cute at all, y'all. All right, I'm going to pause it because this ignorant motherfucker. What I'm thinking. <laughs> Let me move on because I y'all go watch Rich off EDD. He he deserves the jail time. Anyways, because <laughs> a lot of people out here switching up on people for that EDD money, child. I know a lot of people that switched up on people for that EDD money. I got rich off the EDD. I got rich off the EDD. <laughs> Oh, he's wrong. Okay, so thinking about getting rich off of EDD, what I one thing that leads me into talking about is Dr. Dre's wife. Ooh, ex-wife, soon to be ex-wife, being investigated for embezzlement. Now she was asking for all that money, all that money, and look at God. <laughs> I mean, let me not put God in this, but let me just say, look, look at God. Because wasn't she asking for, what, like $2 million or so? She said, like, her her phone bill was like $12,000. Who, first of all, who phone fucking bill is $12,000? I want to know. And why is your phone still on? What is your phone doing so special to be $12,000 motherfucking dollars? Anyways. 
But yes, Nicole Young the estranged wife of rapper and headphones mogul Dr. Dre. I love how they threw headphones mogul <laughs> Dr. Dre is being investigated by Los Angeles Police Department for embezzlement. Ooh. It is said that she has took up a total of $385,029 is missing from the account. Mm. Now she was asking for $2 million. She was going to get her $2 million one way or another, honey. She was about to take that out one piece at a time, one piece at a time. But my thing is, first of all, I, I think $2 million is a lot. I mean, but I, I'm not rich. I don't have money, so I can't sit here and say what's well, a lot. I don't know what goes on in that household. But I definitely think that what does she need $2 million for? And I definitely think, like, if you had no part of building building him up, helping him out with anything, like, if you're not saying, hey, I helped him think of headphones beat by Dre or this and that, you know, showing him for something good, what do you need $2 million for? You know, I feel like y'all, most people play these housewives role or want to stay home with the hubby and be cute and be sexy, play the housewife. And I feel like that, you know, you don't get nothing in return, like, I don't know. I just think $2 million is a lot. And greed will get you a, get you nowhere. Because you see now you're going under the cell for embezzlement. Because you are greedy. Like $2 million? What does she need $2 million for? Like it's not that she needs $2 million as a whole and walking away. She needs $2 million like as her alimony i guess like to continue to play where it would end up at the end all in total at the end of the year if he was to uh be hit with that and pay her two million dollars it equals up to 24 million dollars a year he is giving this woman for what what kind of coochie do she got that you are worth two <laughs> i want to know what type of coochie she has that she feels that she is worth $2 million a month. What type of coochie do you have that you want $2 million a month? Oh, no, I don't see it going down like that. Mm-mm. <laughs> Yay! Alright, I'm back. I had to get myself together after that EDD. Rich off EDD, whatever that nigga was saying. But let's jump into the main topic. Would you be in a throuple? Because I believe three's a party. Or is three of the crowd? Oh my gosh. Well, are we really going to talk about this? Yes, we are. <laughs> because I want to know. Now, I did go ahead and poll, uh, post the question on my social media. And a few people answered. And I really liked everybody's answers. Um, I have talked to people about it in person. And I really love to hear people's in 
take and insight on it. Um, myself, what I do, it uh, it depends on the circumstance. Um, I'm I, I I I believe to be a free going person, but I think I've been with people that I'm very stingy about, and then I've been with people that I know that I'm very comfortable and confident in that I wouldn't mind it. It really depends. Um, my perfect dream of a three-way relationship is me and another person catering to one person. Like, the this one person is the main, like, I don't want to say, like, <laughs> worship-wise, because I don't want to, you know, fan no motherfuckers out there. Um, but, yeah, like, worship-wise, like, I mean myself up first, you know, for you people that don't know gay lingo, okay? And for those that did not know that I was gay, oh my gosh, surprise. I'm gay. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, so I'm a first. So, um, you know, so my perfect relationship would be you know one dominant person too submissive maybe somebody else that's submissive and dominant um but one strictly dominant one submissive and dominant you know but we're just catering to that main person like we're their bottom bitch okay <laughs> yes we're their bottom bitch really nigga like really <laughs> I've been having too much fun with this soundboard. I can't wait till I can get on cue and work all this shit at the same time. But that's my dream, you know. Um, I've seen other people say that they would do, you know, I see most women say two men. And that's a train being ran on you if it's sexual. You know, if you were just thinking about having sex, you're getting a train ran on you. That is not a threesome. Okay, we're going to have that conversation another day. I want people to understand if two people is fucking you, it's not a threesome. It's being... A train ran on you. A threesome is we're all involved in this. We all got a part in this. But I think the women that are saying the two men, I definitely can see it. But my thing is, are the two men different? See, this is what makes me pose the question is, do you want two dominant men? Because how does that work? Because I know niggas' egos. Okay? Niggas' ego gets in the way. And it ruins it all. So, like, what, do you have one man that's really masculine, one man that's really, you know, more laid back? Like, how do you do it if you have two men, if, if for the women that want to have two men? Um, I've seen some people say, yeah, you know, most of my lesbians and gays are really just open to it, okay? We're freaks. Um, but, you know, the heteros really, you know, raise, you know, eyebrows. Like, you know, most women and most people say, Man said, you know, most men, like, no, they would love to do it, but, you know, their girl will be upset about another woman being involved. And then most women that said, yeah, I'll do it, but it has to be two men that want another woman. And it may, another woman. And it makes me think, why does it not have to, like, why can't it not be another woman if you want two men? Like, does that because you're insecure or do you think that your man is going to, like, the other person more and that's where it goes into like rules and regulations you know like what is your rules and standards like I think if I was to do it I definitely would like 
it to be me and my partner already been together for a while. Like we've been together for a while. We put our time in and invested and we're like, okay, we want to bring somebody in. But me and them have our agreement while we're bringing them in. If it's because we know we want a sec, we really just want a second person to be in a relationship with sexual wise, more company to spice it up. You know, it's rules, regulations. I, I don't know how it will work. Um, for all agreements, because I I don't think nobody just sit here like, hey, I'm single, you're single, and you're single. We all should get together. I don't think it works like that. <laughs> I think most three way relationships is definitely someone bringing somebody else in a relationship. But I think it's interesting. Um, I know people that are actually doing it. I know people that are in an open relationship, and I know people that are actually, you know, in three-way relationships and things like that. I think it's awesome. Um, I don't, definitely don't see why anybody think it's wrong. Now, I definitely think if you're talking about a three-way relationship, y'all definitely shouldn't all be seeking other people outside of y'all relationship. Then that just gets after a while, like, okay, weird, like, y'all should just be single. Um, but... I don't see nothing wrong with it. Like, I, you know, like, because I think what's the difference between a three-way relationship and being a swinger, you know? And most swingers are bringing other people into their relationship. They might not have a full-on-blown relationship with the person, but they do swing, you know, swing out their relationship. I don't know. It's a complicated world. It really is. Um... Me, I'm open to it. I'm a freak, okay? <laughs> Let me tell you right now. Bitch, I hope the fuck you do. <laughs> that was the wrong one. I thought it was a sexual one. But I'm a freak. So I'm all here for it. I just... You know, do it get complicated? Do it get messy at times? You know, I don't know. I've never been in one. Um, I mean, I, like I said, I don't see nothing wrong with it because there's people out here that will have threesomes, okay? I've had mine a share of mine. I had a lot of threesomes, y'all. I ain't lying. I've had with women, men, you name it. I am fast, okay? I've had plenty of threesomes. So, I think that's why I'll be open to a three-way relationship. I mean, because I know the love that I have to give. But I definitely know that I can definitely be with one person and have enough love for one person. But I wouldn't mind, you know, trying a third out to see how it goes, you know? <laughs> the more the merrier. Like... <laughs> I feel like I sounded real, like, New York and short. And tell you, like, I'm like, the more the merrier. <laughs> but no, I, I, I'm open to it. No, no jokes aside. I definitely would like to, like, touch more on this. 
and talk more on it. I just wanted to like briefly say any say something about it because I'm like, you know, I know a lot of people that would consider it, that are open to it. Then it's like, because you know, people be like, oh no, well, you're not satisfied with your one person. I'm like, and I don't think that is because some of us is just freaks. Okay? <laughs> some of us is just freaks. I, I mean, <laughs> I know I'm a freak. <laughs> so, some of us is just freaks. But with the people that are saying, yeah, I would do it, have you ever really sat there and thought about the rules you set, the boundaries, what type of door you open? Because I feel like that is opening back door. I know y'all want to get between some box, but you're opening Pandora's box. <laughs> because I'd be like thinking like, okay, if you bring somebody else in, would it bring somebody insecurities out? What about the new person you bring into it, touch your man a little bit more? Or touch on your girl a little bit more? Are you going to feel some type of way? What if they're their personalities click more and the things they do is more than you. Like, you know, it really gets tricky in that aspect. That's why I'd be like, you know, do y'all really have to sit down and talk about it or so like it? Now, if you're just a freak and y'all find another freak, y'all ain't got to worry. I learned. It's like a roller coaster. <laughs> Enjoy your time if you find another freak. Now, if you don't find another freak, you find a desperate hoe that just want to be in a relationship, you're going to have relationship problems. And I really don't want people to, I, I just don't want, want to be in a predicament that I feel like, oh, me and my relationship is not working and I want to bring somebody in to make it work. No, I think if you guys are thinking about bringing somebody else into the relationship and doing it, it should be fun. It should be because we want to have fun. We want to flip somebody. We want, like, I don't know. <laughs> I'll explain it without sounding too raunchy, okay? But it should be fun. Like, ooh, like, yeah, like, you don't know, pimpish. I don't know how to explain it, but it should give you a drive. Like, you shouldn't be doing it because, oh, you think your man's tired of your coochie. Or your wife ain't fucking you no more good, so let's bring somebody else. Because at that case, y'all need to really think of the underlying issue. Like, y'all, I think the people that bring somebody third in a relationship should still be in love with each other, still care for each other, still enjoy each other's sex, still still enjoy each other. It's just like, it's just fun, it's spontaneous. It's like buying a dog. Not to put it like that, I'm sorry, okay? I'm not calling people dogs, but it's like having a pet. Like, I don't know, it's just something excited like to keep the family going to keep the tradition moving i don't know it should be like that that's my intake i ain't gonna keep y'all that long on this i'm still working out the soundboard and the music just so but i'm just going to continue to keep trying to push this podcast and you know never know one day i might really be behind a desk and have a whole damn studio and all you hoes that didn't pay attention and listen to me <laughs> gonna be mad Y'all see big ugly, shiny. <laughs> yes. 
you guys thank you for tuning in to big ugly versus the people like i said over time we will get better well i will get better because i'm a one-man motherfucking show i'm one man band right now with you know working the music and working the sound effects but it's all a work in progress um, I definitely thought of when I want to do the podcast more. I'm definitely thinking about Monday and Thursday. So Thursday will be the next episode. So yeah, everyone have a great rest of the day. And thank you for listening. Try to get enough. We deep all in them guts. I 